Hey there, my friends. Welcome to the 100th episode of the Fat Guy Forum. That, that's kind of amazing to say that out loud, to be honest with you, especially with the week that I have been having, which we'll be getting into. But I am just excited to have you here for this very special episode of the show. It um, took a little extra time to put together, but I think it'll be worth it for you in the end. Before I dive into the meat of the subject at hand, I would love to just remind you that there are different ways to support the show. In the show links, uh, there are several products that I, I use regularly myself and love and buy on my own, but I'm also an affiliate with, so that if you are interested, you can grab those and um, send a little money the way of the show. And that includes Redmond Real Salt, all of their products, including their Relight Electrolytes, their bath scrubs, uh, their toothpaste. They have, a, they have a lot of different stuff there. If you use my link and code, I get a little bit of cash back for that. Also, Select Savory Seasonings, my favorite seasoning blends. Really, um, I probably should order the Chipotle uh, blend, I don't know, by the 10-gallon the drum if that was available. So check those out. Also, there is a Patreon now associated with the show, and that's patreon.com slash keto. There are $3 and $5 a month levels to join at. The $5 a month level gets a monthly Q&A. Current patrons, y'all haven't really submitted a lot of questions for us to do that, so we're actually going to cover the two that I did get in this episode. But I would love to turn that into also a live and, and start offering some other things. I'm actually looking to get some show merchandise made, and Patreons will have first crack at that. One more big thing going on right now, and that is starting the day this episode you hear it, until the end of the year, beginning of next year, January, currently at the Keto Road True Nutrition Coaching, we are running a 10% off sale. So whether you're looking to start coaching immediately to help you get through the challenges of the holidays, or you even want to sign up for coaching and say, I want to start on December 1st. I want to start on the day after Thanksgiving. I want to start on January 1st. We all know that's a big day for everyone. This is our New Year, New You deal, 10% off the one month and the three months. So already you're saving some money if you sign up for three months, and now you can save another 10% off that. So no codes needed. You just go right to that website, thecuterroad.com slash coach dash Mike, and you can sign yourself up. So if you're interested, check that out. And you can also reach out to me. And speaking of reaching out to me, let's cover the elephant in the room first. And that is my Instagram has changed. There's currently some issues going on with Instagram themselves. They deleted my account without warning. And instead of dwelling on the negativity of that, I just want to let you know that you can now find me on Instagram at GourmetGoesKeto. No underscores, no slashes, no dashes, none of that. I'm there. I'm still there for you. And I would love to talk if you're interested. So go find me on Instagram at GourmetGoesKeto. Now, everybody, let's get into the 100th episode of the Fat Guy Forum. So I collected some questions from everyone. I wanted to kind of dive into those first, and then we have returning guests to the Fat Guy Forum. I picked more than 15 guests to return. To be honest with you, I was a little overwhelmed. I, I asked 15 or 16 of the guys that were on the show going all the way back to the beginning, and I thought, okay, maybe maybe five or ten of them will say they have time to record you know, quick check-ins, and literally every person said yes, so I am honored and overwhelmed and excited to bring you uh, those check-ins. So after I finish talking, once you've had enough of me, 
you're going to hear from some truly amazing guys that made this show what it is. And I, I got to send some love out to them before we even get into it. So let's get to some of this Q&A pieces, because I think some of them hit on topics that I wanted to cover in this episode anyway. So one of the very first questions that was asked was, can you tell us how the Fat Guy Forum came to be? And I, I think that's, that's a really interesting question. I've shared it before, I believe, in an episode of the show, but I want to talk about it today. And really, the Fat Guy Forum, I, I obviously you know, have been on a weight loss journey. You know that I've, I've lost 300 pounds more than once. I've been on that roller coaster. And, and throughout my journey, over the past 10 or 10 plus years, I've made connections with a lot of different great guys. And I realized that it's the stories of the work that they're doing that people were not hearing, you know, in the podcast space. There's a lot of great people doing health-focused podcasts and weight loss-focused podcasts and bringing you information. But I wanted you to hear from people who were on the ground doing the work every day, living lives as fat guys. And some of them have made some dramatic changes already. Some of them were just at the beginning of their journeys. And I felt that every story was important. And so that's the idea of a forum, the idea of a place where you could hear their stories and, and pull a lesson out of them. And now I, one of the questions that one of my Patreons asked was, will there ever be a fat girl forum? You know, will I ever do any episodes like that? And I will say, I, I, I don't think there, there's a place for me to call something the fat girl forum. Um, I, I think as, as a man, there's something problematic there. But I will say the idea of, of having a, a, maybe every so often, you know, there's some amazing, you know, powerful women out there, you know, doing the same work that a lot of these guys are doing, and, and maybe there's, there's a chance that we'll see some of that coming in the future. But why did I choose the show to be the Fat Guy Forum specifically? Because that was the voice that I felt was not existing in the podcast space. You know, I had seen several podcasts directed at women out there, and I saw a lot of, a lot of podcasts directed at people that were athletes and kind of living that competitive athlete life, you know, into that sphere. And I wanted to create a space where not just, you know, men who have lost weight and gone on to do some amazing things. You know, you've, you've seen the episodes with guys uh, like Tony, who is gone from over 400 pounds and will be stepping on a bodybuilding stage within the next year. But also the guys that are losing weight because they're trying to save their lives and they're trying to be there for their families and their friends and for all of us. So that was really where the Fat Guy Forum came from. The name just came to me, and you've all seen the icon, you know, the, the flexing gourmet. Uh, I worked with a Fiverr artist, actually, on that, and, you know, he brought my vision to life for what the, the logo was going to look like, and I'm very appreciative of that, uh, the hard work that was put in. And now it's, it's become what it is. You know, the Fat Guy Forum exists, episode 100. Here we go. And most of you know, or many of you may know, uh, it took a while for the Fat Guy Forum actually to happen, to go from idea to reality. I actually owned the podcasting software I needed, the recording software, and the hosting and all of that for a year before I, I got the first episode launched. And that's not something I'm necessarily proud of, but it speaks to sometimes on these journeys, you know, we have to get over ourselves. We have to get over our fears. And I was afraid I didn't like the sound of my voice. I, would, I, would I be good at interviewing people? Would I even be able to bring you know, my vision to life? And I, I mentioned this actually during one of the follow-up interviews, but there, there's a guy out there, Matt Vincent, who is a Highland Games competitor champion, 
and he has moved on and adapted a lot of things that he's been doing. He is the creator of, of Hate Brand Goods and Habit Coffee. No affiliation here, but I just love all their stuff. And Matt, you know, one of the things he talks about a lot is, you know, personal success and, and working on those, those types of issues. And I actually can't remember if this was during an interview he did on someone else's show or on his own UMSO podcast. But people were he was talking with the guest or the person interviewing him about how you get good at podcasting, like how you get good at, at doing anything really in life. And he, he made the statement, you know, how do you how do you get to episode 100 of a podcast? You, you do 100 episodes. And for me, that just kind of hit home like there was no way to get better at doing anything without actually doing it, without getting started. And I think I share that same lesson a lot on this podcast with people who talk about trying to figure out the best path for themselves when it comes to weight loss and health and fitness. And my advice is always just get started, just do it, you know, pick a path and start and adapt as you need to. And I needed to take that advice myself when it came to getting the podcast launched. So I gave up on re-recording episode one. I had already recorded it and deleted it probably five or six times. And I finally was like, look, we're just going to do this. And it was July of last year that the podcast dropped. Three episodes dropped right away. A little introduction about the show. Then there was the My 540-pound Life, where I took you into what my life was like at 540 pounds. And then I answered my questions, you know, my, my thoughts and my process for losing 300 pounds at least once, if not more than once. You know, what I thought it took mindset-wise to do that. So... That's where the show came from. That's how what you're listening to came to be. And so let's get into some other questions. One of the questions that I got from actually a new contact on Instagram was, you know, what was my breaking point? What was my personal breaking point? And I talk about that, you know, in a lot of episodes and on a lot of different shows I've been on. But I, there's, there may be some new listeners out there, so I'll, I'll circle back a little bit. Like, I had been overweight my entire life, very heavy as a child. Um, various periods of dieting, you know, lose 50, gain 75, lose 100, gain 125. That was not uncommon for me. And eventually I was over 500 pounds and was there for a long time. And I finally, uh, you know, at that time decided I needed to lose weight if I was going to be able to work. I was out of work and knew that in the condition I was in, you know, I could barely stand for a few minutes. I could barely walk in from a parking lot if I parked somewhere. No one was going to hire me if I, if I looked like I needed medical assistance, you know, kind of heading into their office to, to interview, you know, and whether that's accurate or inaccurate, that, that was my attitude. So I found the paleo diet and went hardcore and white knuckled my way through and I lost from 540 to 210 pounds. And then I didn't know what to do. I don't done no work on my mindset, no work on what my goals really were. No work on what life looked like because really when you go from over 500 pounds to just over 200, it's a very, very different life. Um, how your body moves, how your body lives, your access to the world, it changes rapidly and in many, many ways we don't even expect. And I, I wasn't ready for it and I threw it away very quickly. I went back to my old habits and behaviors. I went back to what was comfortable and what I knew uh, and I gained weight very rapidly. I gained 270 pounds in under six months. I was back to 480 pounds. I firmly believe that the only reason I didn't get back up to my heaviest weight was because at that point, my body was so sick. Um, I was experiencing symptoms of diabetes, full-blown, you know, neuropathy in my feet, sweating all the time, um, urinating constantly, 
pretty much anything you see on a list of warning signs for diabetes, I was experiencing it. But I was back in that life where food was the only thing that really mattered. And I, I spent several years there, um, feeling my body slowly wind down, knowing that death was coming, sadly accepting that that was coming. Um, and I've gone into detail on that before, but I had reached a point where really I had kind of, quote unquote, accepted my fate. And then something changed. You know, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was a breaking point, but I finally had an epiphany where I realized that I wanted to live. And I never had that feeling before. You know, like I wanted to be a part of life. I felt responsible to my family. I felt responsible to the people in my community and decided that if I was going to live, I needed to fight. And it was time to fight. So I found keto. It seemed like something that might work for me, might be helpful. And I started out on that road again. But this time, I knew I had to pay more attention to being mindful and working on the mental side of things and my challenges and being clear that, that your goals never end. There's never a finish line. So I got into that work and, you know, I did it again. And I honestly would, would never want anyone to have to go through losing that amount of weight twice. And if, if you can take anything from my story, just know that, it, that it's important not just to work on what you're changing, putting in your mouth, not how you're working on changing how you're moving your body. It's important to think about what you're doing with your head, where your mind's at, and what kind of support you might need. Obviously, along the way, I, I did a lot of that alone, and then I decided I needed to work with a coach, and I started working with Jonathan Shane, The Keto Road, and he helped me take my journey to the next level uh, by getting into a more focused space when it came to the ketogenic diet, but also working more on the mindset side of things, working more on you know what I was feeling, how different foods were affecting me how my different behaviors were affecting me. And we built a strong relationship. And that actually leads into the next question, which was, you know, what has been the hardest part about part of, uh, there we go, people. There's a little bit for you, a little tongue tied. What, what has been the hardest part about transitioning from working with a coach to being accountable to myself? So what's the difference between working with someone who you're checking in with daily and then going into this place of self accountability? One, I would say, like, you're never just accountable to yourself. You, you create spheres of influence and contacts and friends and support groups that help you be accountable, you know, help you, help you kind of put your goals out there, put what you're working on out there, and find support from those people. And when it's like-minded people who have gone through similar journeys, that's even better. And that's one of the reasons why I love this show. I love being able to bring a lot of those guys to you so you can find them, connect with them, and start to build your own circle of accountability. And for me, the hardest part about being accountable to myself is that I realized that it's so much easier to lie to yourself and buy your own BS than it is to have someone else buy it. And I'm a fantastic liar. You know, I'm good at, at telling stories and getting people to believe that I'm okay when I'm not okay. I think a lot of us are. And so I think working on self-accountability and keeping accountability as a part of my life was really important. And a big part of that staying accountable is actually a lot of the guys that you've met on the Fat Guy Forum, people that are part of my quote-unquote inner circle, the guys that I know I can text and say I'm having a bad day. Um, I, can, I can call them. I can reach out. And it's not always easy for us to do that, especially when our heads are in, in bad places, but it's something that's really important. You know, it's not only important to be honest with yourself, it's important to be honest with others and allow people who want to help you to help you. I think that's one of the hardest things for a lot of us is to realize that when people say they want to support you, they mean it. And being able to take that support and make it be a part of your life is just really, really important. So I think that was the hardest thing is just getting over my own bullshit, getting over that, those stories that we tell ourselves 
and getting them you know, into the proper place and finding ways to get support and move myself forward. Okay, let's move on to some other questions. Some that are, that are quick hits. Had someone ask, you know, what are my favorite keto snack brands? My favorite keto snack brands. This is a this is a rough question, and I think it's important to talk about is one of the things I think a lot of us try to do, no matter what our eating plan is, whether it's keto, whether it's Weight Watchers, anything, we often try to find substitutes for the foods that we have trouble controlling, and then we find we have trouble controlling those substitutes. So when I think of my favorite keto snack brands, those are the items that I use regularly probably qualify a little bit as snacks, but really tend to be more of my, you know, my main planned eating and are things that I think um, everyone, you know, should check out, especially if you're someone who's in that uh, paleo space or keto space or anything along those lines. Well, maybe not paleo with some of them, you'll hear. But first and foremost, I would say, you know, my absolute favorite keto snack brand or snack brand or anything in general is going to be pork and good pork rinds. I think they have the best flavor, the best texture, and they're pretty amazing. Um, they also, you know, provide a great crunch, which is something that people often find missing on a ketogenic diet. So I'm going to say porking good pork rinds is, is a fantastic thing. I would also say in that, in that crunchy realm, something like moon cheese or keto crunch, the cheese crisps, you know, there's all kinds of brands and all different ones out there. I think cheese crisps are another great uh, little little crunchy treat that you can sprinkle on a salad. You can have them as a snack. You can have them as a part of a meal. Um, I like them. And lately, Moon Cheese's garlic and parmesan is the one that you know is dominating dominating my headspace. It's the one that tastes like garlic bread, and it's pretty pretty dang tasty. Um, I think also one of the things that's been the hardest for me to to build a relationship with is nut butters. I've talked about that before on the show and on my Instagram and all those places. But controlling nut butters, especially when they're in a jar, can be a challenge for a lot of us because we know we should be measuring, but it's easy just to swipe that spoon or a finger in again. So fat bombs, F-bomb, F-bomb packets, and, you know, they're single servings, they're controlled, they're delicious, and you can have one and you don't have it, you know, to put a cover back on a jar that you can easily pop right back off. So I think F-bomb packets would be one of my other ones. And then obviously... Something that can be a meal replacement, but I think also can make a, be a great snack if you're ketogenic, is the keto break. Keto break. Keto brick. The keto bricks created by uh, Robert Savage. Robert Savage. Robert Sykes and his wife Crystal. Uh, Robert created it, and they've now created you know a lot of different flavors. They've they've got kind of a, a a real empire going there. The keto brick empire compound, whatever word is best. And keto bricks I like because. They can hit the spot, but they're not so sweet that they hit like candy. And so for me, I find they can be, you know, take a little bit of an edge off, but not put you into a place where you feel triggered. So if you have not tried a keto brick, realize, yes, each brick is a thousand calories. And so maybe fitting a whole brick into your day isn't going to work, but they melt really easily. And you can put them into cute silicone molds. I love making Darth Vader heads with them. All kinds of different ways to enjoy those fantastic bricks. Another question about food was, what is my favorite cut of steak? Um, of course, someone has to ask that when, about, of someone who's in the keto and the carnivore space. For me, my favorite cut of steak, hands down, is going to be a very great, you know, fatty ribeye. Um, I, I love, I, I will say um, that I do love, you know, chuck roast and prime rib and almost any cut of steak I can enjoy if it's prepared properly. But my go-to is always going to be the ribeye. 
Here's some other questions that all kind of are, are linked together because they're all about my move cross-country from Rhode Island to San Diego. And the first question is, how has the move affected me in my routine? And that's a great question um, because we're all still in this, you know, the COVID quarantine times and the way things were in Rhode Island versus the way things are in California, especially in terms of gym access and all of those things. Very different. So I've, I've been taking it slower in terms of finding the right place for me um, in terms of finding a gym. I need to find one again, and I think I have found it. I'm going to be going to check out um, Anytime Fitness this week, actually. Um, I love the idea of being able to get in there at any time, as the name implies, because the restricted hours on other places um, just isn't kind of fitting in with the, the new schedule I have going. But finding a gym is, is a top priority. Um, as far as food goes, I'm settling into that, finding the right places to pick everything up and, you know, the things that I need, you know, finding things where I can find better deals and bargains, but also finding great sources. Like I love having Sprouts Markets available to me because there's a lot of great keto-friendly products that are available at Sprouts. And I, I also kind of love that they have a bin in their cheese section where they put the ends and little bits and nubbins of cheese that you can grab one you haven't had before you know, without buying a huge amount of it and, and check it out. So I think it's really just adapting, like taking that routine that I've built in my life and really keeping it going, keeping it strong. And there have been some challenges or there's been some personal challenges out here um, involving friends and family that were just, you know, kind of throw off your routine and throw off what you're trying to, to do. But we adapt. I think the idea of, of a big move is adapting yourself and, and don't forget your strengths and all the tools that you have available to you so that you can move yourself forward. So also about San Diego, someone asked just how do I like San Diego so far? Um, I think it's great. Um, weather is fantastic. Uh, California in general is a very different place than the East Coast. So I'm adopting, to, I'm adapting to that. I'm adapting to the pace of life for a lot of people here in San Diego. It's much more I guess I would say chill than the East Coast. My East Coasters, you'll know what that means. Like, I do find myself wanting to lay on the horn sometimes when I'm driving around, but I don't, you know. I'm trying to be a good transplant. But I, I'm enjoying it. You know, I, I love, you know, it's here we are. If you look at the weather for this actual week, the episode is dropping. Uh, they had the first snow of the year in Rhode Island, which is early and unexpected. And that same day here, it was like 75 degrees and sunny. Like today right now as I'm recording, it's gorgeous. You might hear some flapping around for the tent that I'm under right now recording. And it's because it's a gorgeous day. So it's nice to be outside. So I, I am loving the weather in San Diego. One of the other questions that I get is, have I found my, my nitro cold brew coffee spot yet? Because you know I love the nitro bar back in Rhode Island. Uh, if you follow my Instagram, that was one of my favorite places. And I think I found my favorite cold brew, my favorite nitro here in San Diego so far. It's from Kakawa Coffee. It's a small coffee shop in Point Loma neighborhood of San Diego, and they are, are pretty fantastic. There's there's hits great. So I'm, I put them down as the, the tops on the West Coast so far. But if you have suggestions, whether it's somewhere in this area or somewhere else, you know, if it's up in the LA area when I get up there, definitely let me know. I'd love to hear them. And I had a question, what has been the biggest surprise about San Diego? And I thought about this one, like, is there anything that really surprises me? You know, I've been out here a lot, so I don't think I've had anything really be that surprising um, in general. Um, it's a known place. I, I think the biggest surprise is is just um, how easy it is, you know, for in terms of the support that you feel from people and in terms of adapting to my new life here and, you know, finding connections. And I'm now working uh, at the California Keto Store California Keto is a pretty amazing little spot. 
They are a keto product store that works also with some local keto bakeries and, and frozen goods. And it's a great spot to kind of grab one of something. And instead of having to like order 12 online, you can just order one to try something out or grab one or, you know, we have a good time in the store. So I'm really enjoying that. But, you know, biggest surprise is maybe finding my new routine as fast as I have. Let's see. What other questions do we have? Oh, so here's some questions that are kind of specifically about the podcast. And that's going to wrap up you, the Q&A portion of this episode. Don't worry. We're getting to the guests, people. We're getting to the guests. But first, someone did ask. This is another Patreon question, the second Patreon question that I got. And that's what equipment do I use to record? So I would say as far as like microphone and equipment along those lines, it's probably pretty disappointing to people. I use the, the earbuds uh, from an iPhone to record. Um, I record on a Mac, a MacBook Pro. And for me right now, uh, in terms of my circumstances and setup, that, that fits best. I do have a microphone that I'll be working on getting set up soon, an actual recording mic. But for right now, I'm just on, on some ear pods for y'all. Uh, I record, like I said, on a MacBook Pro. Uh, currently, I use CleanFeed. I use CleanFeed as my recording software. It allows for instantaneous download, multiple track recording, and is a really great resource that I have some friends to thank referring me to that. That's been a great help with the show. And I, um, I edit on Audacity. I, use, I do the editing myself, which is why sometimes you hear this, there's some, some technical problems with the sound because I'm getting much better. I'm a thousand times better than I was at episode one. But there's always new things to learn. But I use the free Audacity software, and it, it seems to work great for me. So that answers kind of what equipment I use. Uh, one other question about the show. One of the former guests, who is actually going to be coming up soon, he asked, when will there be a Fat Guy Forum meetup for everyone to meet? Uh, I love that idea. And maybe once things get a little less hectic in the world, uh, we can plan a meetup. I've always wanted to do um, a Fat Guy trip to a Disney park, so I would love to do some hosting out here in California and get to Disneyland and have some guys come in and, you know, experience that place with me, but also be able to meet up and spend some time with each other and, and experience real life connections. Because honestly, like one of the best things I had happened before I left Rhode Island to move out here to California was two of my former guests. Um, and that would be um, Anthony DiDomenico and John Arpino drove up from New York uh, for us to meet in person before I left the East Coast. And we had a fantastic weekend together. And it's, it's probably one of the best weekends I've had in my life um, in a lot of ways, like realizing how genuine they are in person as they are when you talk to them online. So um, that was really fantastic. So there will, there'll be some kind of meetup happening eventually. Like I want to do something, but I'll keep you appraised. I'll let you know. And then the last question for me before we move on to all of our guests um, what have been my biggest lessons from doing this show? And I thought about this. And honestly, I, I, I was initially kind of trying to plan like a top 10 moments from the show or top 10 guests or something along those lines. And then I realized like I didn't want to devalue the stories of anyone that appeared on the show. I, I've had in the neighborhood of, of 90 guests on the show so far, somewhere in the, that probably, you know, we're probably close to 90 at this point, um, if not more. And every story is important. Every story means something, whether someone's lost 400, 500 pounds or has lost 50 pounds. Um, all of, we all have mountains to climb. And one of the things that I've realized is that everyone's unique story has something for everyone to learn from it. I know a lot of you out there listening are not men. You know, there's, there's a, a large female audience to this show. And it's, I love getting messages where someone says, you know, I didn't think I would relate to this show at all. And now I just find 
that I take something away from every episode. And I think I do the same. Like I, at some point could do a countdown of, of a hundred lessons from a hundred episodes. And I don't want to, I don't want to bore you with that right now, but so that one of those biggest lessons is that there is something in everyone's story to take away. Even if on the surface, you don't think you're going to relate to that person. And I think that also translates over into life as well. When you're meeting new people or coming across someone in a different, different situation, like giving people the benefit of the doubt and seeing if there's something in their story that you can learn is really, really important. So that is, is something that's there. I think another lesson from this show is the need for it. You know, I didn't realize, you know, how big of an impact it was going to make on some people's lives, you know, as much as it has on my own. But realizing that this is, we, we are, are sharing important voices and I love being able to do that. I think realizing that impact has been one of my biggest lessons. Uh, I think I've also learned about how to be a better listener, uh, how to ask questions. Uh, one of the things that I truly enjoy is when someone's first appearance on a podcast ever is on my show. I love helping people to be able to figure out how to give voice to their story and encouraging them and helping them realize how important they are. And, you know, I say it all the time that you all are amazing people, but the guests are truly amazing. And helping someone see that and seeing them go on confidently to go on other shows or start their own show is something that has been really special to me. So there you have it, my amazing friends. That's the Q&A. Those are the questions that y'all asked and I wanted to bring answers to before I now get to turn you over to some truly amazing guys that have been on the show before. Some of them many times, some of them a few, some of them once. And we get to check in. It's, it's, it's a lot of guests that people have been asking about. So I am just really excited to bring them all to you. I hope you'll enjoy this special check-in as we celebrate the 100th episode of the Fat Guy Forum together. Okay, everybody, time to talk to another guest who actually has been on the podcast three times already. There aren't that many people that can say that. But Joel Reed was on episode six, one of my very, very first uh, one-on-one guests. Then he was with the Fantastic Four on episodes 27 and 60. And now we're coming back to Joel alone. Joel, how are you doing right now? Oh, I'm dead inside. I mean, I'm great, Gormy. How are you? Well, I'm glad to see not many things have changed, Joel. Not many <laughs> things have changed. But Joel, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Why don't you tell us what you've been up to since you were on the show? That was uh, over a year ago. Man, yeah, a lot has changed in the year. Um, took a little break from powerlifting recently. Um, had some injuries that have kind of piled up and um, kind of refocusing on, you know, getting my cardio straight because, you know, don't want to be the fat powerlifter forever. Um, I got engaged, which is probably the biggest news. Um, so uh, got to get in shape again before I, you know, let myself go after I get married. And then, yeah, life, life is good, though. That's good, man. That's good. It's good to have a plan in place, I guess, you know. <laughs> Good to see well, you. you can call it a plan. Well, nice that you young whippersnappers are getting your getting your stuff together. That's awesome. So, Joel, thinking about you've been on the show three times, but what's one thing that you haven't gotten to say on the Fat Guy Forum yet that you would like to make sure you get out this time? Well, that's a good one because um, I know you know with the Fantastic Four episodes and you know my first episode we talked about you know what. If you could say one thing to people, what would it be? And um, through my coaching that I've been doing recently, shameless plug there, my body too. But, but um, one thing I've realized recently with my clients is that momentum is everything. Um, and it's something I've realized myself with the quarantine, because obviously for so many of us, it's really knocked us off track. A lot of people got derailed. A lot of people kept going, which is great, but I was one of the ones that got derailed. And I'm realizing that 
you know, momentum is everything with weight loss and fitness and just anywhere in life. So if you're just starting out, um, just don't focus on being perfect. Just focus on being better each day and focus on really building that momentum to where it just becomes a habit. Um, cause that, that, again, that's one of the biggest realizations I've come to recently. I know it may sound stupid, may sound easy, but, um, that's one thing I haven't gotten to say. Yeah, no, I think that's a, I think that's a really great lesson for people to think about. Like, I think sometimes we get, we get too caught up in kind of like the flash and burn actions, you know, the things that burn us out instead of really thinking, especially if you're someone who started where you or I started, um, and you've got a long road ahead of you. It's that momentum to keep getting a little bit better instead of freaking out because you're not a hundred percent better right away. Right. And especially, you know, like in our situations, cause you have lost your weight and then went back up to 470 and I had lost, you know, from 375 to 260 and then went back up to, you know, my highest of 467, you know, it, especially if you're in that situation, it's almost depressing to think about not only how far you have to go, but how far you've fallen. And, um, you know, it's just one of those feelings you got to push off and just focus on, like you said, the the day-to-day, the not being perfect immediately. You're not going to be perfect in a day, so just focus on being better each day. I think that makes a lot of sense, man, and I appreciate you coming back on and, and sharing that bit of wisdom with us. If anyone out there, Joel, wants to connect with you or they're interested in your coaching, how do they how do they figure that out? How do they find that out? Yeah, so uh, my biggest platform is uh, Instagram. Well, really my only one because, you know, apparently I'm the quiet one. Uh, but I'm on Instagram at Big J Reed, and uh, I coach for a company called My Body Tutor. So if you're interested in that, um, go check us out at mybodytutor.com. There you go, man. Thanks so much for coming on again, Joel. You know I always appreciate you. So just I, I want to say a big thanks for being a part of this 100th episode celebration. Yeah, man. It, it's an amazing thing to be a part of. Very proud of you. Very proud of you know what you built and all the success. And uh, here's to more. Thanks, man. I definitely appreciate it. Have a good night, Joel. You too. Bye now. Bye. Hey there, everybody. Up next, we've got a guy that you had to know I was going to bring back for the 100th episode of the show, and that is Jonathan Shane, a.k.a. Coach John, a.k.a. The Keto Road, a.k.a. TikTok Sensation, who was my coach and now is my boss, and he was on episodes 4 and 20 of this show. So we're finally bringing him back 80 episodes later. John, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing so good. I'm so excited for your 100th episode, bro. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course, of course. I'm glad that you were able to take time out of your busy schedule to be here. And speaking of that busy schedule, John, why don't you tell people what you've been up to since you were last on the show? Oh, yeah, man. So much has happened. We're growing. You know, a group coaching came out that we did, which was extremely successful. Um, We have some other things in the works. Um can't give away too many hints, but you might be able to use it on your phone um, in a couple of ways. Might be a couple PDFs thrown in there, but you know we'll keep that on the on the low down. Um, and then the biggest thing that just happened was I found out my podcast, The Road Podcast, is now on Apple, which I'm super psyched about. That was a huge goal of mine was to get my podcast on Apple before 2021. So I'm super stoked about that. So wait a minute. So since the last time you were on this show, you're going to tell me the biggest thing that's happened in your life is your podcast getting on Apple Podcasts. Well, what, what I've been no, no. You said what have I been up to? The yeah. biggest thing that's happened. The biggest thing that's happened in my life is my wife got pregnant with my daughter Haley. Right. Um, I, that's I, the biggest thing. I was going to say that if that didn't automatically come up, she would probably kill you. 
mostly because bro, I would find a way to get her a clip of this. And bro, you know, sure. I'm a workaholic. That was like the first thing that came to my mind was how my business was doing. I know, I know. That's why I had to stir you back around to it to make sure that you survived the night. You know, I gotta. I you. We already triggered her apple cravings yesterday. I don't want to trigger something worse today. Murder, apple cravings to murderous rage. Seems like it's possible. Thought seems like it's possible. So, John, since your last appearance on the show, um, what is one thing that you either didn't get to say or that is really kind of on your mind now that you want to share with the Fat Guy Forum audience? Realize that your journey is your own. I think that I've said that before. I think I've said that bio-individuality matters. But I think here in the past couple of months with my own experiences, I have really, my eyes have been opened to the versatility of the ketogenic diet of health in general, holistic health in general, not necessarily keto, but just being healthy and how many avenues that can open up for the individual. And so just don't, don't get focused on a certain framework set of mind, do and figure out what works best for you and be okay with that decision. I think that sounds great, man. And I just want to say that I obviously really appreciate everything that you've you've been a part of in my journey. And I'm just glad we're able to get you to come back for this celebration of 100 episodes. So I look forward to um, your 100th episode, which knowing you and your work ethic, you'll probably hit 100 episodes by by next weekend. So (laughs) I'm sure we'll we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll be able to talk about this for you really soon. Oh, I'm sure, man. Again, thanks for having me on, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay, everybody, we've got another returning guest to the show for you now. It is Cam of Cam Gets Fit. He was on episode 31, which we just realized uh, we recorded a a year ago, possibly to the day, which is kind of awesome. And Cam is also out here in San Diego where I am now, so it's nice that we're in the same time zone. Uh, Cam, how are you doing today? I am great. How are you? I'm doing good. And if people can hear, you're, you work at a gym. Yeah, I do work in a gym, uh, Crunch Fitness out here in uh, Bonita. There you go. There you go. That's awesome, man. So, Cam, welcome back. Let's, let's dive into it, man. Tell us, what have you been up to since you were on the show? So, I've been, uh, I've been on my grind. I've been uh, you know, living in the weight room. Um, I stopped my meal replacement program that I that I was doing last year, which was just the vegetables and the meal replacement shakes. Uh, I started putting an emphasis on my protein intake and uh, just managing the gym here in a in a you know pandemic. It's it's uh it's been keeping me busy. Oh, I bet, man, I bet. And Cam, to anyone who wasn't familiar with your episode, uh, how much weight have you lost? So in total, I lost two hundred ninety pounds. Um, I got down to about 204. I was at 494 when I first started, and I just didn't feel comfortable or confident as I could down mm-hmm. at that weight. So then I started bulking up and uh, started putting on muscle. Um, and uh, now, now it's uh, just kind of I'm in the maintenance stage, and um, yeah, just get my workouts in every day and and living living the Cam Gets Fit life. Yeah, and if, if anyone out there, you know, you go check out Cam's page on Instagram, Cam Gets Fit, you're definitely going to see that he's he's putting on that muscle. You're doing awesome, man. And so, Cam, you, the second question you knew I wanted to ask you today is tell us, Cam, what's one thing you didn't get to say in your previous appearance on the show that you want to make sure you say now? So when 
all this weight loss was kind of new and quick to me at the beginning, just because I was on such a calorie restricted, uh, you know, program. Um, but now living in like, uh, the post program world, it's a learning process, you know, and just introducing new foods to me. And, um, I don't know, just don't be too hard on yourself. It's a lifestyle. There's going to be ups and downs and and then in, in the end of it, consistency will win out. I think that's great advice, Cam, and it's great to see, you know, the progress you continue to make um, as you build this new life for yourself. I do have a, a bonus question for you, man. You know, it's a bit of a bit of coming at you journalism type question. Cam, when are you going to get a sponsorship from Quest Tortilla Chips? <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hoping for it, man. The, uh, I live to eat those Quest Chips every day. It's part of my uh, my uh, my diet. I mean, they're, they're nice. It's a nice snack, high protein, low carbs, and they're delicious. So come on, Quest. That's what we're trying to do. Quest, if you're listening, you're out there. So it wouldn't be a Fat Guy Forum recording with Cam if we didn't have technical difficulties, and I lost him for a sec, but he's back. We were talking about getting Quest Nutrition to sponsor this man uh, who's doing some epic things and enjoying their tortilla chips. Cam. I, I wanted to get back on with you because I, I just want to say thank you again for coming on the show initially and for continuing to share your journey with all of us. I just really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been great. It's been, uh, it's been nice to be a part of this. Awesome, man. So everyone go check out Cam's page, Cam Gets Fit. And Cam, I hope you, you have a great day there at Crunch, and I'll be talking to you real soon. Sounds good. I appreciate you having me on. Definitely, man. Okay, so let's talk to another guy who was back from the very beginning of the podcast, and that is Dale Golden from episode 17, which is awesome. Dale, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Gormy? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm excited to be revisiting a lot of old friends talking you know, on the podcast, this episode 100 recording, so this is awesome. We're going to get to that first question, Dale, and that's tell us, what have you been up to since you were on the show? I have been living the incredibly busy and stressful, but good stressful life of a 30-year-old man who just got married and bought a house. So I was going to say, you weren't married or a homeowner when we last spoke. I was a homeowner, but uh-huh. Sarah and I both owned houses, so we had to sell right. two and buy one, and that was a, that was a, that was a trip. There we go. That's awesome. So, so I think married life is going well? Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. Yep, yep. Anything else living exciting the, going on? Not really, just, just working and, and living the uh, exciting life of suburbia and, you know, trying to just survive amidst the shit show that is our entire country in 2020. I think that's all, all any of us are doing right now, man. That's all yeah, any of pretty us are doing. much. <laughs> Hanging so, on. So, Dale, let's, let's kind of go back and say, so now... If if this was your first appearance on on the show, what is something you didn't say that first time you were on the Fat Guy Forum that you would want to make sure that you share with the listeners today? I've been thinking about this. It's do not get too cocky. Don't get too confident. I've I've seen a, a million people like go through the same thing I did. I got way too comfortable. I got way too confident in my accomplishments, and it kind of came back to bite me in the ass a little bit. And what does that, what does too confident mean to you? Like, expand like, on that for it, a sec. Like, people think that they're bulletproof. You think, hey, I've, I've done this thing. I'm, 
you know, I, I, I did the hard thing. I can do whatever I want. I can, I can, you know, kind of relax a little bit and then you get too comfortable. Like, you know, you know it all too well, man. I mean, you know, cheat meal, turn into cheat day, turn into cheat weekend, turn into week, turn into month, turn into year. I mean, I definitely fool around every now and again, but I, I definitely got a little more fluffy than I wanted to. And now we're back in the weight loss phase for the first time in like seven years. And it feels interesting, but you know, it is what it is. Oh, I bet that, I bet that does feel interesting, but it's also good to know that you have, you have those tools built up already. You know, it's not mm-hmm. a, it's not a rel- it's not a completely new situation for you. Like, you know what to go back to. Yeah. It just, I mean, I, I blamed a lot of it on, on quarantine, but I mean, the thing is when you when you get comfortable in 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 your routine and then everything gets thrown out i mean it starts to screw everything up like why am i lift why am i going to watch my diet i can't lift weights what am i building towards oh you know so that that's one thing that definitely hit me and and i had to kind of refigure out how to how to just exist i guess I think that makes a lot of sense, man. I, I think that's a challenge probably a lot of people listening to this can actually relate to and uh, feeling that direction. I think that idea is, is a good one, you know, a good one for them to pack up and take home with them today. So I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, so, don't get comfortable, but don't get too comfortable, you know? There, there you go. I like it, Dale. So, Dale, if anyone wants to find out what you have been doing lately and also they want to see how Squattober is going for you, Although by the time this comes out, I think Squattober will be on. What what comes after Squattober? Uh, November bench and then Dead December. Ah, that's right. So November bench will probably have started by the time this comes out. So that'll be a, they can go and they can scroll back and see Squattober, but they can go they can they can catch it at the beginning of November bench. How do they find yeah, you, man? Well, uh, PRS player twenty four is my Instagram handle, and that's that's pretty much it. Awesome. Um, yeah, great. Well, thank you again, Dale. I appreciate you. The first time you came on the show, I appreciate all that you do. I appreciate Chef Boyard Dale's sauces and spice blends. If anyone <laughs> out there wants to check those out, that's another way to connect with Dale and, and check out some yeah. of the cool stuff he's doing. Awesome, man. Well, Definitely. you have a good one. Thank you so much. You too. See you, man. Definitely. Okay, y'all. Time to touch base with yet another dude who was on the show. He was actually on the show Almost at the halfway point, episode 52, and that is Frank Marcuset. Frank Marcusek. Frank, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, my friend. Uh, staying strong on my journey. Still have uh, momentary lapses when it comes to my food addiction. But uh, yeah, everything has worked out well. And uh, as of right now, I'm down 288 pounds since April 2019. That's awesome, man. So, what are, what other things have been going on since you were on the show? I know you, you've made some, you've had some pretty good accomplishments, especially in that that mileage space. <laughs> uh, I would say my confidence has gone through the roof ever since I appeared on here, and have been a lot more open about my past experiences and what's been going on with my journey. And uh, yeah, I've uh, utilized walking to really challenge myself more and more. Uh, Just for example, on August 30th, I set up a charity fundraiser to do uh, 30 miles of walking within a day and was able to raise over $1,700 for the V Foundation for Cancer Research. 
And I picked uh, that charity because uh, I've uh, donated to them a lot over the years, and I uh, love the message by Jimmy V. And uh, my dad passed away from stage four lung cancer in November 2014, and this was my way of honoring him in a way that he would have never expected. And and uh, yeah, um, October 23rd, I did the craziest challenge yet involving my walking, where I did uh, 50 miles of walking slash jogging within a day. And I, <laughs> I really don't know how I was able to do it, but I wanted to know what my limit was. And as of right now, 50 miles is my limit. That's awesome, man. And, and I have, have no doubts that we'll see in the future, you, you pushing those numbers and seeing what else you can do. That, that's just really great to see your continued progress. And Frank, what's one thing you didn't get to say in your first appearance on the forum that you would want to make sure you say this time? My relationship with the scale is so much different now compared to when I was on uh, the episode with you. I'm a lot more happier now, especially since mid-June when I hit uh, the 299 mark. And I just, I'm not relying as heavily on the scale as I have in the past. I would always check every day or every other day. And it's been such a great stress reliever not to have to see a number, be so focused on a number every day, still keep on track, weigh myself every couple weeks, and... Yeah, I'm going to continue doing it like that because it's working. And uh, like I said, I'm a lot more happier because of it. And uh, I just think that if you check every day, eventually you're going to become too reliant on it. And it's going to make you go crazy. And I wanted to avoid that at all costs. So there you go, man. I, I definitely appreciate that perspective. I think that will, will be helpful to people. And Frank, if anyone out there wants, obviously they can go check out episode 52 to get your first appearance. But if they want to connect and see with what you're doing now, where can they find you? At Frank is losing weight on Instagram. There we go, man. Thank you so much for coming back to the show, Frank. I appreciate you being a part of this community and I just hope you have a great day. Thank you, Gourmet, and congrats on 100 episodes. Thanks, man. Okay, y'all, let's, let's go back again to a, a guest that was from early on on the show, episode 14 specifically. And this guest, I probably get asked about him more than anyone else because his story was was just truly amazing. You know, starting out over 600 pounds and getting to where he is now. Uh, and if you hear that, you might, you might know who I'm talking about already, but I have Carlos back on the show. Carlos, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good, Mike. How about you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm glad we're able to reconnect and get you back on here for the hundredth episode. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, man. It sounds like it's uh, that's that's really something, man. I'm glad you uh, you thought of me. I really appreciate that. Definitely, definitely, man. So let's let's get right to it, Carlos. Tell us what have you been up to since you were on the Fat Guy Forum. So, like, yeah, quite a few things have changed uh, since then. Uh, I remember telling everybody that I uh, went back to uh, working on cars for a while. Did that just to kind of sharpen up the skills and uh, get some certifications that, uh, that I let fall by the wayside. But uh, since then, 
I actually transitioned back into um, being an automotive service manager. Um, relocated. I am currently living in Houston, Texas now. I've been out here since uh, March of 2020. So right around the time that COVID hit. So much fun. But uh, yeah, aside from that, um, as far as like weight loss and journey and all that, um, I hit a bit of a of an interesting point. Like I got to a point where, and I knew it was coming, so I was trying to brace for it. I got to a point where I, I'm not going to say I got down to what's, you know, like a quote unquote goal weight. I, I did, but it changed. So I got down to, I wanted to get down to like 225, 220. And I actually surpassed that. I got down to as low as 217, um, which didn't feel great. Um, I didn't feel sick or anything. I just, I didn't feel comfortable at that low of a weight, which sounds still like a pretty, a pretty strong amount of weight. But when you're six foot three and you're working out a lot, you know, 217, 220 pounds isn't very comfortable. Um, I felt like I was starting to lose strength. So my journey changed. Um, I talked a lot about like the mental aspect of it, uh, addressing food issues and things like that. And that's still very much um, a prevalent portion of, of, the, of the lifestyle. Um, but certain things change when you get farther out than a year. So the hunger pangs, for example, did come back, but it's not the same as it was when I was 600 pounds. It wasn't this, it's not this like insatiable, like I have to eat or I'm going to die kind of thing. It's more like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm pretty hungry. Let me eat something. And then before you know it, you're full, but your metabolism changes. So you start like eating a little bit more. So it's kind of a slippery slope if you're not careful with it. And if you don't keep yourself, you know, on a good regimen and you don't keep yourself maintained, you can start to backslide into old eating habits. But my journey went more from um, getting down to a quote unquote goal weight to now just maintaining an area of weight where I'm comfortable, which for me is anywhere between uh, 230 to 240. Um, I'm a little bit above that now. I'm actually currently sitting at 244 pounds, um, but I've been making some adjustments to like my nutrition and things like that. And I've also started eating, I, I eat, I started incorporating carbs again. And I went a little too carb happy with it and didn't like the way it made me feel, despite the fact that I started like lifting heavier weight. So my journey went from that to more of a, you know, gym rat kind of thing. Um, and everybody has different like styles that they're reaching for. Some people uh, do CrossFit. Some people do a lot of HIIT training. I do a lot of strength training, a lot of heavy weight. So I like lifting heavy. I'm kind of going for more of like a power build, uh, like a power lifting stance, like a strongman kind of thing. So that takes a bit of an adjustment to nutrition. Um, so I've been doing that pretty regularly. Um, when COVID hit and the gym shut down, that was a huge, like devastating blow for a lot of us. Uh, it, it really messes with your mental aspect because you don't have a way to like now burn off this energy that you're used to. And uh, it forced me to deal with some demons that I had um, prior to everything shutting down, a lot of which was if I would ever wake up late and miss a workout, my entire day was ruined. 
Like, like not just, oh, that sucks. I missed a workout. No, my entire day was like off. My energy was off. My, my rhythm at work was off. Everything was off. Um, and I had to come to terms with the fact that a lot of that was uh, a lot of fear of failure, fear of backsliding, fear of undoing all the hard work that I um, had put in. And I had to come to terms with, you know, the fact that one workout, you know, or one or two workouts or, or deloading for a week or taking a break from the gym for a little bit is not going to uh, negate your hard work. I, I'm, I wasn't going to like wake up at 600 pounds again, which it's, it's a fear when you've been living that heavy. You know, I mean, even now to this day, I still have nightmares of waking up in a 600 pound body. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, my God, thank God that was a nightmare. So that's kind of where I've been. Um, the gyms have opened back up. So that's really been very helpful. Um, I actually just started this job as uh, a service manager this past week. Uh, up until then, I had still been working on cars. But, you know, it just it wasn't as I went back to. I kind of, I think, went back to it to prove that I could still do it. And now that I have and I have the certifications and the accolades that I need, I wanted to get back to managing. But I feel it's, it's a little different now because I'm finding um, a little bit of a mental struggle with it. Because when I was 600 pounds, I was a service manager. And I wasn't the best at my job because of the fact that I was so heavy set and I felt like, I wasn't really doing well. So now I'm going into it, but I'm going into it with a different mindset. Like, okay, I'm not the same 600 pound guy that I was. I know I can do this job a lot more effectively than I did. And I know that I can command presence and respect from people because I'm not the same guy. So it's, it's been, it's been an interesting year. I mean, COVID aside, it's been, it's been an interesting year. A lot of changes, a lot of a lot of opportunities coming up ahead, you know, so, Great. you know, it's, but it's been good. Awesome, man. And it's good to hear that, that process you've been through. I think people are really going to appreciate hearing that. Carlos, since it's been over a year since you were on the show, if there's anything that you didn't get to say in your previous appearance on the Fat Guy Forum that you want to get to say now, what would that be? Um, one thing that I do think is really important to touch on, especially now with everything that's been going on with COVID this is just kind of like tying into that, but it's also something that shouldn't really be ignored. When I was last on Fat Guy Forum, I addressed a lot about um, therapy and cognitive behavioral therapy for eating habits and things like that. And while that's very important, um, because a lot of people that, you know, don't address those concerns don't end up having a successful weight loss journey. You really want to address your mental health. And when I say mental health, I don't just mean like your eating habits. I mean, something caused you to start eating that way. Some kind of, you know, not everybody. Some people do do actually have like metabolic disorders or they have like a condition where they can't physically lose the weight or, you know, things like that. But for the general, for the general aspect of it, you're using food to cover a trauma of some kind. Um, and trauma is what I'm learning now, a very, very diverse word. Um, I have no shame in telling anybody who, who is hearing this that I'm actually in therapy. Um, I'm in therapy to address a lot of um, what's called inner child trauma. 
And now you hear trauma, you're thinking somebody was like mentally or verbally or physically or sexually abused or something like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be on that grandiose of a scale. Some people have gone through those things and they have to address that type of trauma. But you, I can't like, basically I'm, I'm trying to advocate for a lot of mental health, mental health awareness and to make sure that people know that it's, it's okay. Especially for guys, it's really kind of seen like a weird thing for us to like, say like, Hey, I'm going to therapy, you know, but it's, it's not shameful. It's something that is really important because one of the things that I've been starting to struggle with or that I've been struggling with was I, I didn't think that the weight loss surgery was going to have the impact that it did on my life. Um, I didn't think that, you know, it was going to be like a magic wand that was going to suddenly cure things as far as like physically, but in some aspect, I wasn't ready for the mental rigor of it. I, I wasn't ready for the dysmorphia issues, the real dysmorphia issues, like still feeling like I'm a 600, like still seeing myself like a 600 pound guy, despite what the mirror shows, you know, still having those like self-esteem issues, having that self-validation, self-worth issues. And that's a dangerous thing to, to deal with because especially nowadays with, with the way everything is, if you're not addressing that, then you're, you're just kind of you're only addressing the symptom that caused it. You're not addressing the root cause. And if you don't do that, um, whether you're going to be successful with the weight loss journey or not, or you're going to like have like a transfer addiction kind of an issue, it's, it's, it's more beneficial for you to tackle that. I wish I had known that last year going into like the, you know, going like after going into like for the behavioral therapy portion of eating and stuff like that, I really wish I would have known um, that a lot of it wasn't just caused by behavioral eating. My behavioral eating and gaining weight was caused by, you know, some form of trauma that I experienced, some form of mental conditioning that made me feel like my self-worth and self-value weren't good enough. Unfortunately, I learned that lesson a little too late. Um, and it's it's been kind of taking a toll on my like personal and social life. But all I can do now is just do my best to remedy that. But don't sleep on that. Like that is something that is so important. Like especially right now. I mean, COVID aside, because it mess that's messing with everybody's mental health. But especially if you're on some form of weight loss journey, you, you know, and, and I'm I'm trying to practice it as much as I preach it, but learning how to self-love yourself and give yourself some grace you know, and understand that you're human and you make mistakes, you know, it is, is going to be something that's very, very detrimental to your overall success of it. You know, if you're not careful with it, you'll wind up hurting people that you love and truly care about. You'll wind up seeking validation from other people. Um, and that's just, no matter how many people try to praise you and validate you, it's not going to make you feel happy. I thought for sure losing this amount of weight was going to make me feel happy. And in general, don't get me wrong. I'm ecstatic at that fact that I don't have the same physical issues that I did when I was 600 pounds. I am very happy at the fact that now like I can have something of a normal life. Um, 
but it's not without its mental struggles. And there are a lot of mental struggles that, that can go with it. So don't ignore that. That is something that, you know, if anybody is hearing this, that, you know, may want to shrug it off or something like that, I cannot tell you, not only for the sake of your loved ones, the people that you have in your daily lives, people that you've grown to like, you know, care about and love, not just for them, but for yourself to truly be happy, you have to address anything that has ever caused you to get that heavy. That's not associated with a physical ailment. It's just, it's, they go hand in hand. And it's honestly, Mike, I think it's high time that we address that, that people address the mental illness, the mental aspect of, of things like that and calling it like an illness like oh my god that person is sick it shouldn't be looked at that way because if you're physically sick you're going to go to a doctor if you're having mental health concerns and you're worried about like your state of anxiety or your self-worth or your self-validation you know or how you see yourself you you're going to want to address that because you deserve it and the people around you who have been around you who don't deserve to be like hurting through the same thing with you they deserve it too so it's it's a big stigma that's now starting to gain traction i think covid played a big part of that like it's now gaining a lot of traction people are starting to advo- advocate a lot for mental health especially men's mental health so if, if nothing else take that away from this the mental health aspect, the mental health struggle, the body dysmorphia, the feeling unaccomplished despite the fact that you've lost an exorbitant amount of weight, that is something that is really important to tackle. Well, Carlos, thanks so much for coming on again. I really appreciate you taking the time to share your story with everyone for this special episode of the forum. And I'll be talking to you real soon, man. Yeah, it's not a problem, man. Thanks for having me on again. I really appreciate it. And uh, I hope you have a good night. Hope everybody's uh, doing good and everybody's staying safe. Hey, everybody. I got another returning guest for you right now, and that is Caleb from episode 82, a.k.a. Goal Crusher. Caleb, how are you doing today? I'm good, Mike. How are you? Doing okay, man. I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm glad to get you back on here for the 100th episode and I'm sure people want to know, uh, what have you been up to since you were on the show? Uh, well, I mean, just continuing on with this uh, new life, this new journey. Uh, it was kind of ironic when I was on your show. We were talking about uh, no days off and um, that streak I was on. I believe it was 439 days in a row of working out. And uh, the day the podcast aired um was actually day 439 is uh the day i threw my back out so it was a very um (laughs) interesting situation for me uh you know it was a very emotional day for me i was excited that uh, i was on your podcast which was one of my goals was to be on your podcast um which by the way congratulations on 100 episodes it's awesome. And uh, for the runner up and the podcast awards, I mean, this is one of the best podcasts out. So uh, anyway, since then, um, so I threw my back out. It put me out of uh, commission for over a month and a half. Uh, it was a very difficult thing to deal with. Um, but 
with discipline, uh, with food choices, I was able to continue to lose weight, and I hit the 200-pound loss mark. I lost right. uh, 202 pounds. That's awesome, so, man. That's really awesome. It's exciting. And it's good to hear that, like, you, you, you talk about, you know, the idea that discipline and adaptation just are really important. And I think those are key things for people, especially when, like you and like me, you got a lot to lose. Like, there's going to be things that change your perfect plan. And you have to know that you're more important than any kind of details. Like, you know, there's there's always another path to take. And finding that that right adjustment to make is is the essential piece instead of, you know, crumbling and giving up. And it's awesome to hear that you kind of push through and, you know, got yourself to where you need to be. So that's awesome, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. And, and you know, everybody, all you guys, this community, everybody supported me and, and uh, helped me up. And anytime I felt down, I was able to just go back and look at you guys and, and uh, it keeps you on track. So I love everybody sure. out there. I, lo- I love you, man. I appreciate everybody uh, for everything. For sure, man. And thinking about that appearance on the show, either since then or was there something from that episode that you didn't get to say that you want to make sure you get to the audience to hear right now with this episode 100, man? Uh, to be honest, I, I don't know if we even touched on this, but it, it really comes – what I really would like to talk about is what you just said right now, which is, uh, you know, about not giving up. Um, you're going to get things thrown at you in this journey, everybody out there, and it's all about just breathing, um, living in the present. It's not a race. If, if the scale doesn't change in, in a couple of weeks, it's okay. Just stay the course. Don't give up. Whatever you do, just don't go backwards. Um, life's going to throw all sorts of crazy stuff at you. I mean, I could barely walk for over a week, week and a half, and it could, I could have easily just gave up. And because I didn't, I'm in, in such a better place now for the rest of my life. And, and the old me would have gave up. And, and I know there's a lot of people out there that live that same life. And if you're hearing this, just please, whatever you do, don't give up. Reach out to me. Reach out to the community. Everybody's here for you. That's awesome, man. I like that message a lot. So, Caleb, thank you so much for the first time you came on the show, and I really appreciate you taking some time to come on back for this celebration. And I just really appreciate you, man. So thank you. We appreciate you, man. You're the GOAT. And now I'll let you get on with your Friday, and, and let's see who we have next. Okay, so now it's time to record with our first returning guest to the Fat Guy Forum for episode 100, and that is Miles Russell. Uh, If you have been a longtime listener of the show, you recognize the name, because Miles has actually been on three episodes, episodes 5, 21, and 36 specifically, where we got into Miles' story, we we talked about social media, and then we we spent some holiday time with with our friend John Arpino. So, Miles, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm just enjoying some uh, crisp fall weather here in the Pacific Northwest. There we go. Are you are you going to be doing any hiking today? Uh, not today. Um, I have to work, wow. unfortunately, because it's a weekday, and I guess they expect me to show up sometimes. But um, I will be hiking probably this weekend. Well, we're, we're, weird flex for you, but I mean, enjoy it when you can get it. We are we're doing these these quick visits. As I said, you're you're my first, so this will be the most awkward one, which I think is appropriate. Um, <laughs> So, Miles, I've, I've got two questions for you. The first question is, uh, tell us what you've been up to since you were on the show. Um, well, I think a lot. Um, I, I, 
I think what was in the show uh, almost a year ago, um, or a little bit less than a year ago, if that memory serves me correct. Um, but I think a lot has changed. I mean, obviously, you know, we're in the middle of a global pandemic, so that's kind of changed a lot of people's lives. Um, but, you know, I'm still working, um, and now I'm in management. So I've been ma managing a team of attorneys. We've actually added two attorneys to my office because of just the demand of work. Um, so even though the state budget's probably going to take a hit at some point, there's a lot of work to be done. So I've been focusing a lot on that, just getting better at leading my team, um, and just trying to, you know, stay connected with friends when I can. Um, you know, there's just less opportunities to do th things, um, as everyone's aware. So I've just tried to respond by doing what I can, you know, go going camping a lot, going hiking a lot, just trying to like stay active and, you know, keep staying he healthy mentally. I think that's something I've been focusing a lot on, um, as we go through this weird, you know, world. Mm. Definitely, definitely. And, and I alluded to you've, you know, I, I, this is a, I don't want this to be a gotcha journalism moment, but you've been doing a lot of exploring and hiking and, and getting out there into the, the, the gorgeous nature you've got up there. Yeah, I think, um, I've always been, well, I've always been into hiking in like the last like seven or eight years. Um, but really like maybe like three years ago, I really leaned into it more. And then this year I took advantage of the fact that I had more, just less, less things to, 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 to compete for my attention, you know, like less trips, um, to other States, less like concerts, less sport, sporting events, just, to just to do stuff. Um, cause even though, you know, I'm fine staying home a lot. I mean, I would go crazy if I was just, you know, like locked in my basement. Um, and I think going into nature is one of the safest things you can do right now. Um, I'm sure some people would disagree with that, but you know, being alone in the middle of the woods, um, it's both healthy for your, your, your mental health, but also physically. Um, I think this year I probably climbed more feet of elevation and hiked more miles than in the past couple of years combined, which I'm very proud of. That's awesome. And if, if anyone wants to actually see some of the, the gorgeous views you've been having, they can, they can check that out on your Instagram for sure. Miles, question number two is, this is your chance, you know, back on the show. Uh, what is one thing you didn't get to say in your previous appearances on the Fat Guy Forum that you want to make sure you say this time? Um, well, hopefully I, I didn't say this last time, I'm not repeating myself. Um, but I think a lot of people that come on to your show or like listen to your show, you know, they're, they're focused on weight loss and, you know, they're, they're really focused on a, a diet or food. I think one of the things that um, people need to, to know to be successful is that there, there's no like end um, to anything. And when there's no end, it means that you kind of have to be preparing yourself for, you know, what, what you want to do, like, you know, what's sustainable for you and where you want to go. Um, it's really hard just to be like, well, I'm the, the carnivore man. And this is like the, the, the key to my weight loss, because that's not always going to be there. It's not always gonna be realistic. And so what are you going to do when you want to build a more, you know, balanced life? I know what a balance for some people is, is very strict, but just thinking about like your long-term happiness, it, um, from the start and where you want to go is, I think that's, that's critical because, you know, you're not out, you're not going to be some person who is going to be stuck with a, a food scale and a rigid set of rules your whole life. You have to be able to have, find some happiness and sustainability and just kind of building that plan. in I think is, is successful. And that helps you kind of, you know, have more, a more sustainable mental approach, you know, cause you can't always be grinding. Um, and then you can focus on building skills that allow you to come back to, you know, 
what helps you get where you need to go if you get off off track. But I think thinking about you know sustainability and long term like, mental health is really important. And a lot of people just focus on like grinding, and then they never get they never really um, know what comes next, and they get kind of lost. And I think that's something that I would focus on. And I only have the benefit of that of having gone through it, unfortunately. But I wish I could like it's hard for people to see that when they're when they're going through it because um, they're not at the end, you know, or what what the end would be when they're they've lost weight. Um, so I think just thinking about where you want to go in life and what's sustainable the whole way helps you like focus on that and build what's something that's more sustainable. I think that's excellent advice to everyone out there. Miles, I just really want to say a big thank you for coming back and all the times that you have been on the show. Any last words for people that are catching this episode? Uh, well, you know, I hope everybody is making the best of not the best of times and trying to, you know, find some, some sort of joy, some sort of happiness, something to look forward to. Um, I'm, I'm not one of those people who just is always an eternal optimist. And so I think it would be disingenuous for me like, oh yeah, there's always a silver lining and everything. But I mean, there kind of is, you kind of have to find that. So whatever way you can to stay happy and stay connected, you know, focus on that. Even if you're going through hell, you know, you got to keep going. Sounds great, Miles. Thank you so much again. Okay, everybody, you know how this works. We are talking to former guests of the Fat Guy Forum who have come back for episode 100. And with me right now, I have JJ from episode 72. Man, how are you doing? Man, I am doing great. I just wrapped up a workout. Um, uh, my first one of the day, you know, I'm on that 75 hard thing. So a little cold, but uh, hey, man, it's Friday. Yeah, there you go, man. And how, how far into 75 hard are you now, man? Uh, well, collectively, I'm on like day 110 because I messed up on day 50 of the first uh, go go around, which I so on the day 50 of the first leg, I just immediately started over, you know, that next uh, I think it was a Monday when I noticed that I didn't take the progress picture. So, uh, you know, I wallowed in my pity for a little bit. And then Tuesday, I just picked it right back up. So but yeah. Uh, collectively 110 days right now that's wild man that's definitely wild that's awesome so you'll be you'll be headed towards your official 75 really soon which is really cool so jj oh, yeah, looking forward to it besides 75 hard obviously what what else have you been up to since you were on the show so i just uh really man just it's kind of boring but i just, i just i'm doing the same thing uh uh with you know with all this COVID stuff and, and the state of really the world, it really affects my industry, you know, the transportation uh, class seven and eight. So uh, I've had to transition, um, which is, which is a really cool test because I know what old me, old JJ could have done. Um, I uh, was an outside salesman, you know, where I had, you know, accounts and customers that were, you know, linked to me and I got commission off of it. So, but man, I just, like I said, my industry is really kind of, suffering right now. So I had had to transition back inside, uh, which is more of like a lateral move instead of a, uh, a, a increase in move. So I know that I, I could have taken that severely negatively, but man, I've just been thriving and, and then always pursuing the, uh, the positive of things and I'm just crushing it. That's awesome, man. And JJ, what is, is one thing you didn't get to say, or you thought about after your first appearance on the fat guy forum? that you want to make sure the audience hears now. Be, be grateful, like show gratitude. That has been one thing that I've been uh, 
incorporating into my routine, if you will, um, and just to, to, to serve and not be so about me, 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 because that's just one area in my past where I feel that I uh, suffered greatly was just being self self-driven, you know, you know, you know, what can I do to make me feel good? This and that, this and that. Well, I've done that, right. I've, I've, I've had some great success, uh, which, you know, I still have some more to go, but it's just cool. People reaching out to me, uh, you know, if I can shed a little bit of light on them to, to bring them out of their funk, out of their darkness, if you will. Um, it's just proven to be so, so beneficial to me, man. So just Show gratitude, be grateful, and serve. Be here to serve, man. It's great. I love it, man, and appreciate you sharing that that really positive message with everyone out there. And so, JJ, thank you so much for being a part of the show in the first place and taking time out of your day to come back and help celebrate the 100th episode with us. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me back. Definitely, man. Okay, everybody, I'm bringing back one more guy for you. Let's hear another one who has been on the show before. This guest was on episode 39 of the Fat Guy Forum, and that is Hadi. Hadi, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm glad we're talking. I'm excited to just hear what's been going on for you. So why don't you tell us, what have you been up to since you were on the Fat Guy Forum? You know, man, um, when since I've been on there, in, weight loss has always been my thing. I actually uh, stepped out of my comfort zone and did something that I never thought in my life I would do was compete in a powerlift meet. And now I've actually competed in two powerlift meets, something I never thought in my life I would I would uh, sign up for or do. And now I've done two. That's awesome, man. And it's great to, to see you uh, making that work happen. So that's awesome. Thank you. So how do you tell us? What's one thing that you didn't get to say on your previous appearance on the Fat Guy Forum that you want to make sure the audience hears on this special 100th episode? Uh, just because uh, something isn't in your comfort zone, don't push it away. Because it might be something that you really become passionate to and really love doing. Uh, just like I said, I never thought in my life I would power lift. And that's something I don't know if I could go away from. I love doing it now. That's awesome, man, and it, it definitely has become a passion. If and people can check that out on your page, which is of course the Carnivore Chef, but it's the underscore Carnivore underscore Chef, correct? Yes. And you know, we also they can also at the same time they can connect with your lovely wife. You you guys haven't been posting about the cabinet doors being open lately, so I wanted to check in for people and see how that's been going. <laughs> oh man, it, I could just take pictures right now, and there's two open. Oh goodness, see, <laughs> yeah, you know that's the content people want, man. That's the, they want to know what is happening with the cabinets. <laughs> They're always open, man. Uh, I just got home from work, and there's two open. <laughs> well, we'll have we'll have to make sure that you you get a chance to get those closed really soon because we know how how important that is, man. <laughs> But Hadi, I just want to say thank you again so much for coming on that show. You know, the show the first time, sharing your story and your journey with everyone. You know, in such an open, powerful way, and continuing uh, to to lead, uh, be a good example to all of us on your page. So I just really appreciate you, man. I want to say thank you. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate you, your friendship. Thank you for having me on, man. Of course. And there we go, man. We are done.
Okay, let's talk to another returning guest that I've got lined up today. It is PJ of WTC, BTC, Want the Change, Be the Change. And PJ appeared originally on issue 40, issue, episode 48 of the podcast. And I brought him back for episode 100 to see how he's doing. PJ, how are you doing tonight? Good, man. I am, I am freezing, though, in uh, cold Utah right now in my hotel room. I was going to say, you've moved, like, we're... Well, our, my first question is going to be, what have you been up to since you were on the show? And you've got a lot of literal moving to talk about, but man. I'm sure that'll be a part of it. So what what have yeah. you been up to since you were on the show, man? Uh, a lot. A lot's changed. Uh, of course, you know, we had a lot's just changed in the world in general with, with you know, COVID and all that. But uh, 2020 has been an interesting year. Um, I went ahead and I purchased my first home. I uh, moved to a new state. I moved to Texas where I had known nobody, moved completely away from my family, got out of the career I was in for 10 plus years and started a new career. And now I'm on the road uh, like every other week. I've been to like six states in the past two months and uh, that's not slowing down. I just got here to Utah a day ago and already found out I'm going to Arizona next week. So travel is not stopped. That's that's awesome, man. Like, and, and yeah, I was... I, I'm dealing with my own time zone changes lately and then trying to figure out what time zone you're going to end up in to record. I was like, I knew that was going to be, that was, I got to wait and see where he's actually touching, <laughs> touching down before we figure it out. And then of course I screwed up our recording time. Let's let everyone out there know that that happened earlier today. So that's a lot of fun, but I'm glad we're getting to talk, hey, man. Yarby wanted to get... No, go ahead. Yarby wanted me to give you crap about that. Cause I was just talking to him and he said, make sure you give him a hard time for being late. Mm. Hey, you know, I'll do what I, I do what I can. I'm, 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 I'm reconnecting with like 15 or 16 of you guys. So like, this is like talking to a lot of people this week, more human beings than I've talked to during all of quarantine. It's a little to say my social anxieties up a little bit this week would be an understatement with all these calls, but I'm glad we're connecting, man. Let's, so let's think about like, since you're in your previous appearance on the fat guy forum, was there something that you wanted to say that you want to make sure you get to say now? I think I've, I've been thinking about it and especially just in the times that we've had now, because I, I found myself having the same anxiety, obviously with the world we're living in right now with COVID, there's a lot of stuff we can't do. And with my move and all the things that I was going through this past year, um, I was, I was out of the gym and then I had to have surgery at the beginning of the year. Uh, so it was just a lot of stuff kind of wasn't going right. So I was very stressed out and I was starting to feel down on myself but I, I, I just want everyone to remember when you're on this journey and this process of what you're trying to accomplish, don't think of it as a race that you're going to try and get to the end. Because sometimes I'll get caught up in my own mind and be like, I have to get to this certain point by this date or it's a failure. And, and you can't look at this as a failure position. You're, you're always going to succeed as long as you continue down the path. So I don't want people to think that this is going to be a race that they're going to you know, the faster they run, the quicker they're going to get there. You just have to, you know, follow the process and stick with it. And that's something I kept having to tell myself over and over again in the past few months with going through this move and not being able to go to the gym and just being stressed out. It's just been, hey, you, you know what you got to do? Just stick with it. Don't think of yourself as you're failing. Just know that you just continue and you grow and you learn from the mistakes that you've made. I don't even want to call mistakes. You've learned from the things that you've chosen to do and keep going forward. I think that's fantastic, man. And for anyone who's not familiar with your episode, PJ, how, how much weight have you lost to date? Uh, today, I, I've lost 
In total, I lost 210 pounds. Obviously, pre <laughs> pre COVID and stuff like that, I put some weight on, but um, it's I mean moving stuff like that. I, I didn't. I was living out of an Airbnb for a month, but that's where I come in and I, I had to ground myself again and say, hey, this is this is just life. Things happen, but we know how to get back on track. We know we know what we have to do. We just have to get back on track. So now I feel great. Been getting back to the gym. So things I, I feel great now. So I'm down like. I think I gained a total of like 15, 20 pounds over this year. And that's like, and that's extreme too. Cause I was like not going to the gym. I was eating out all the time because I was traveling and I was trying to move and I just wasn't cooking properly. Um, and it really held me up, but you know, I'm back on, back on it this first month. I think I'm down five pounds, but I'm really staying consistent with it. And being on the road isn't the easiest thing, but it's, it's manageable. If you know what you have to do, you just stick with it. So, uh, there you go, man. That's, that, that sounds awesome. And one of the other things you're doing that I do want to highlight, I don't want to keep you for too long, man, but you're actually talking to people about how you went about getting a house, like to give them some information on your, your Instagram right now. I, I saw you were doing some stories even today or yet last night about that. If people want to check yeah. out that information and connect with you, just even to talk about your journey or talk about that information, uh, how, where do they find you, man? Uh, yeah, my Instagram is WTCBTC, stands for Want the Change, Be the Change. Uh, that's majority where I do it. I'll probably start doing YouTube, but that's the best way to reach out to me. And yeah, uh, I, I've started talking about more financial stuff. I worked in the financial industry for 10 years, and I, I want to see more people succeed. I want to see people more people grow. We, you know, we're, we're all out here. You know, We start with fitness, and we want to make our lives better. Um, but I want to give people advice on maybe financial stuff that they haven't thought of and just try, you know, help them grow. I love it, man. I love it. So thanks again, PJ. I really appreciate you taking the time to come back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. All right, everybody. Let's move on to someone else and see what we have next. Hey, everybody. I have another returning guest for you right now, and that would be Willie Gillis. Willie was on episode 59 of the show. So almost a little, just past that halfway point, and now he's coming back for episode 100. Willie, how are you doing today? I'm good, Mike. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. It's you know I'm I'm in California now, and it's a, it was chilly this morning here, which I know a lot of people in the country have snow and ice, so they're not going to be happy when I say that it was chilly because it was 55. But it's a little a little different than we're used to in the morning. So I'm I'm got a hoodie on, and I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm glad we're talking. So, yeah, I just I just came back from Tennessee, so I, I know it just came. I came back to visit my parents, and it's been like going from cold back to Texas hot. So uh, there you just go. like, yeah, nice. So Willie, what have you been up to since you were on the show? <clears throat> well, um, so I was I was on your show back in April. So right, this was right after the pandemic kind of hit. So. Um, I originally was working with Daryl Perry um, from at uh, Your Level Fitness, and he was coaching me through the Precision Nutrition Coaching. Uh, that naturally ended in August, uh, so a couple months ago, and I kind of switched over from that to working with Matt Vincent and Derek Whiskey and Daily Destroyer. And so it's been this progression of I've worked on one thing, let's work on the next thing. So it's been like. Uh, it's been just this continuous, uh, bout of progression, uh, since I was last on the show, like back in February, um, I started losing weight again for the second time. Um, as of today, I'm down 58 pounds this go around. And then I'm 
overall, I'm down 171 pounds overall. So that's awesome, man. I I think that continual working towards goals and setting new goals and finding new challenges is really an important thing. Yeah, it's it's been it's been the one thing that has helped me a lot is having some kind of singular focus. Uh, because the food, the whole thing about food and, and, and just weight loss, it's been kind of on the back burner, but it's been this continuous, continuous, uh, burn that I'm like just really hammering. And it hasn't been like the main focus, like in my head day after day. It's just been like, all right, this has to get done. So it's, it's always running in the background, like, like a software program in the background. Definitely. I think that's a great way to put it, man. So Willie, my second question for you today is, what is one thing you didn't get to say or your previous appearance on the Fat Guy Forum that you want to make sure you get to say now? Uh, well, it's actually two things. So when you asked me who was my favorite fat guy, when I said Ethan Suplee, I immediately thought I should have said Kevin Smith. <laughs> so Kevin Smith is, is uh, one of my favorite fat guys. Uh, also, um, I, and, I'm, and I'm just... I'm a, I'm an observer by heart and I've just seen a lot of this on Instagram where people like make excuses for like, I failed or I didn't do the thing that I was supposed to do like continuously. And I'm just like, as long as you're chipping, chipping away at stuff day after day, like meal after meal, like, like with every workout, with every meal that you're eating, I, I think that's what matters. It, it, it doesn't matter overall that you're, getting stuff perfectly like as as long as you're trying to do something like i think that's that's where your headspace should be at i love it man i think that's a fantastic perspective and i just can't wait to see what comes next for you willie if people want to find your your instagram and keep up with you where do they find you uh you can find me on instagram at willie gillis there we go it's willie gillis right not willis gilly (laughs) as all of you guys call me willis yeah so we we do have to we we probably will, should at least make a mention of the the brotherhood of the bouncing bellies or they're going to get mad that they're not mentioned with every one of them that I record with for this episode. So we we can't mention all of them, just yeah. just a few of them. Yeah, we there well there, you know there's some people that you know haven't made their monthly payments and they don't get to they don't get, to get their voices <laughs> out there. But yeah, Willie, you're a part of that, uh, you know, accountability yeah. group that, you know, is not just someone that inspires me, but it is, you know, keeping a lot of people going. So I just want to say thank you for everything that you do, man. And I really appreciate you taking the time to come back on the show. Man, I appreciate you just doing this podcast because like when you first started doing it, you were just kind of like iffy about it because you didn't know if it was going to be something that you wanted to do. And it's turned into the 100 episodes of just you inspiring dudes and women just to, you know, do the best I can with like what they have. Well, I, I truly appreciate that, man. And I look forward to seeing where we go in the next hundred episodes. So thanks again, Willie. And I'll be talking to you real soon. Thanks, Mike. Okay, everybody. So let's talk to another returning guest to the fat guy forum with me right now. I have David, but you all probably know him better as keto D he actually first appeared in episode 22 of the of the show. 22. So we're like 78 episodes back. David, how are you doing tonight? That was a long time. I felt like that was ages ago. Um, I'm doing great, man. I'm happy to be on again. Uh, always fun talking to you. Um, but yeah, man, it feels like ages ago. I feel like I was on a different level back then. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about that. Uh, David, tell, tell everyone what you've been up to since you were on the show. 
Well, you know, ever since then, obviously, you know, coronavirus has happened, but, um, but, uh, I got married. I moved into an apartment with my wife. We've been enjoying the hell out of it, obviously, since we've been home. Um, and I've started, uh, keto D coaching LLC and been having clients, been coaching clients on keto. That's awesome that you're able to take what you went through and what you learned and turn that into something that's helping people now. And I know just from talking to you and then seeing what you're what you're sharing on your account that you're you're seeing people make some real changes in their lives and that's awesome to hear definitely man like i mean and even like and even if you know they just want to ask me questions i'm i'm an open book man i'll answer any question i'm not at plurals level yet or <laughs> anything like that that you know nah but he answers but I'm, I'm like anybody else's level like i i always have time for people you know and and any question you want to ask me you know i'm obviously not going to charge for information like that but if you're interested in coaching services i don't throw that upon people you know if most of the time they come to me and tell me, hey, I'm interested. And then I tell them what I offer and, you know, they accept it. They accept it. They don't. They don't. And, you know, I just tell them it's not an easy button. I am going to work you. You're going to have to put in the work. That's awesome, man. That's really yeah. good to hear. Yeah. So because your episode was so long ago, man, you've had a long time to think about this probably. Is there something that you didn't say during that episode or that you would think about now that you want to make sure you get to share with the listeners of the Fat Guy Forum? Um, I mean, you're just, you, one of the things, I mean, I'm not sure if I touched up on it in, in your episode. I probably should have listened to the episode before, <laughs> but I didn't. But, you know, one of the things that, you know, my clients and, and everybody that I've spoken to gets stuck on is the scale, you know, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a number and, you know, you associate with that number and all that stuff, but it really, it's, it's deeper than that. It's, you know, it's, you know, your measurements and really how you feel. Like, look, I started off the year with an extra large shirt and a size 38 in waist. Now I'm a size 36 in waist and a large in shirt. But I'm still around, you know, the 230s. I'm still like, still trying to get to 220. My goal of, you know, that has always been 220. And I feel like the past 135 pounds that I've lost were easier than the last 10 and it just forces you to change you know and to change things up you know when I first started keto it was you know just focusing on cardio and and the diet and intermittent fasting and all that stuff and then you know eventually moving to to weightlifting and then now I'm trying you know different things I'm playing with my macros and and all that jazz and you know I've gotten to the point where it's like I think the biggest stall that I've ever had ever and I'm looking of ways to get out of it but you know I tell my clients about the scale you're not going to have a successful you know weight loss like you did the first month I feel like the first month is when you you know everything's new you're going to lose water weight you know you're going to have like it depends on everybody but I think my first month I lost like 14 15 pounds and then after that, it was just like, you know, seven and then four and then some, you know, months it was higher than that. But then some months it was the scale didn't move. So, you know, and then that right there would get people to be discouraged and want to quit. And, you know, that's the difference. That's right where you have to be like, no, no matter what, I have to keep going. And that's what I've learned on this journey that. It's a journey that honestly never ends. It's the, the never ending story. You know, 
you always got to constantly be putting in the work, constantly be, you know, changing things up if you want to achieve the body that you want. Um, you know, will I get to 220 eventually? Yeah. You know, I've had several things, you know, come in my way, I guess, if you want to call them like certain cheat meals, like I've got, I got married, you know, obviously I wasn't keto that day. I had like little mini like honeymoons, you know, to, to Disney and to Universal and stuff. So, you know, I, those have been times where I've made the decision to cheat and still, you know, did tons of cardio, still got a workout and still drank plenty of water and, you know my body would let me know and and tell me yo <laughs> you're not feeling really good right now and it's it's the food and you know when when i cheat i'm going to i'm going to pay for it and sometimes i feel good sometimes i f- i feel like crap i snore and nah man it's it reminds me to get back to what i enjoy and that's the ketogenic lifestyle but um yeah man i mean i i don't think i really touched up on that about like the dis- being discouraged part and you know, stepping on the scale and sometimes it doesn't move. Like, Definitely. just gotta, just gotta keep going. I love it, man. And if anyone wants to ask you questions about your journey or their journey or talk to you about coaching, where do they find you, man? Uh, they can find me on Instagram at at keto double underscore d, or they can email me at keto d coaching at gmail.com and like i said you can shoot me a dm you know shoot me an email and i usually respond pretty quick that's awesome man. and i have one more question for you sure uh, man. david so it's it's been brought to my attention that a for, another former guest of this show is is stronger than you is it true that lafayette <laughs> brito is can lift more weight than you is this is this true or not true well we all know that he's the king of, of of doing the lafa, which is aka cardio. He he's really good with with cardio, so we, we can see with that. But outlift me, I I highly doubt that he. Like I said, like I I am quoting Dirty Harry. He's a legend in his own mind, and we will have to see. We will have to see one day when we meet up. He's in Central Florida. He's not yeah, that far from you, me. You guys aren't we, that far. There needs to be yeah. some kind of like. There needs to be like a, a, a head-to-head showdown moderated by Poro because, you know, because, <laughs> you know, he's going to want to be involved somehow. Yeah. And uh, I think that would be awesome. Like probably like mud wrestling at the end, kind of like in, in the movie Old Scores. You never know what you never know what could happen if you guys get together, man. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm just teasing you, David. I just want to say thank you so much for coming back on the show and being a part of this 100th episode celebration. Absolutely, man. I'm, it's an honor. This was my first ever podcast. And I think what like I'm in now like I just did my 11th or 10th podcast yesterday with the Keto Men's Club podcast. And and I told them I was like, my first ever one was Gormy, man. He he, he popped my cherry. So I, it's an honor, man. There we go. Well, thank you, man. I'll be talking to you real soon. All right, brother. Bye. And now let's bring back a guest who was actually on one of my very first episodes, in the first 10, he was on episode 8, and that is Josh of Pell's Renovation. Josh, how are you doing today, man? Doing great. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad we get to, to talk live again, man. It's good to have you back. It's You're you're one of the, the longest-term guests that's been on the show, so it's good to bring you back around as we, we hit the 100. That's awesome. And so, Josh, that that first question I'm asking everyone who's coming back is, tell us, what have you been up to since you were on the show? 
Oh, God. I think it, doing a little bit more grinding these days. I think when I was on the show, I hadn't been doing any type of activity. It was just more essentially food. Now I hit the gym every day at 5 a.m. Uh, doing weights, cardio, just trying to trying to keep grinding every day. Um, not really worrying about the scale as much. I just didn't want to become obsessed just as long as I'm putting in the work is good for me. And if I continue to do it, I'll see results. Definitely, man. That's all. And it's awesome to see. And as I said, y'all can find Josh at Pell's Renovation on Instagram and go back and listen uh, to his episode and then check out what he's doing now. I think you're going to, you're going to see some awesome, awesome stuff coming from this dude, Josh. What is the one thing you didn't get to say on that that appearance on the Fat Guy Forum that you want to make sure you say this time? Oh, um, as we've all probably figured out over the last bunch of months, learn to adapt to whatever's going around around you. In your your location, just the times, anything, any, any anything's gonna things are going to change. Uh, we, we often talk about in weight loss and in life. Uh, it's not a, it's not a, it's not linear. We're going to get thrown curveballs, much like the last uh, six to eight months have brought us. And we all got to learn how to figure out how to adapt and make the change to continue, to continue our success. I, I think that makes a lot of sense, man. And I, I think that is something exemplified by this journey that you've been on as well. So I just am excited for what comes next for you. And I'm, I'm just really appreciative that you were willing to come on back and say hi to the people that listen to the forum. You know, there's, there's probably some people out there who haven't gone that far back in the episode. So hopefully this will give them a little motivation to dive in and give yours a listen. You bet. Definitely, man. So take care of yourself. Thanks for coming on again, Josh. And, and maybe we'll, we'll get you back for episode 200. Sure. I appreciate it, Mike. Have a great night. You too, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, everybody. Got another returning guest for you. And this one has actually been on three episodes already. Episode 7, 27, and 60. And of course, that is Alejandro Poro. Poro, how are you doing today? Pretty good, my man. Uh, congratulations on episode 100. Um, just got off of work can't complain good nice. day good day how about you i'm doing good man i'm doing good Let, let's get into it man tell the tell everyone out there what you have been up to since you were on the show oh man uh a lot i mean I, I was one of your like early early guests i don't even think i was doing crossfit at the time to be honest i mean i'd have to go way back um but I mean, doing good, man. Just doing the best that I uh, possibly can, you know, during the pandemic. Uh, just working, grateful for that. Um, I have my gym. I, I know I've posted about it here and there, but I am done with my school for becoming a certified personal trainer. Just got to take the exam. And I'm really excited to take that um, next step in life. But, you know, just same thing. Uh, just life after weight loss and. You know, can't complain. Well, you're you're leaving out something pretty big that you accomplished recently. Yeah, I might have uh, might have flown out to Texas and met a good friend, uh, Willie Gillis. That was that was pretty big. That was pretty big. Uh, no, I did a I did a transformation class bodybuilding show um, 
They do it every year uh, just out of, outside of Houston, Texas. And uh, I came home with a trophy. Came home with a trophy, so I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, just, that was a great experience. Um, just, you know, going out there and meeting all these like-minded individuals, people, different stories, and, you know, following different diets. So that was, that was pretty cool, man. Transformation class. I was so oh, grateful wow. that they had that. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. And it's great that you were able to have that experience. I just, you know, especially with all the chaos going on in the world right now, like it's cool to hear stuff like that happening. And Poro, so what is one thing that you haven't gotten to say in a previous appearance on the Fat Guy Forum that you want to make sure that you share with the audience now? And it can either be something you didn't say or something that you've thought of recently. Um, I mean, nothing that I really left out, but um, I just want to, you know, just talk about, you know, like the growth and, you know, not, not rushing into things with weight loss, something that I've learned. Um, cause you know, me and you, we both lost the weight and now we're kind of both into that like maintenance phase and just, just to like slow things down. Don't, don't rush things. Um, especially at times like now, just like, just being, being grateful, slowing down, being with your family, being kind to yourself, uh, not stressing, you know, the little things, um, you know, that's just like one thing that I've really grown on since our episode uh, over a year ago. So, I mean, that's something that I left out. Um, just how weight loss, you need to have such a great mentality and you need to have a lot more mental strength than the physical strength going into the gym. So, just something on that. And then, you know, just to, just to touch upon you know, me going and being a personal trainer. Um, that's just something that I'm really excited about. And I, I really, really looking forward to working into the uh, weight loss sphere, working with um, people who are battling obesity, and just learning different aspects. Um, don't be afraid to ask questions on Instagram, off Instagram, in person. I know things can get uncomfortable, but just ask questions. Um, one thing that I really I want to strive on before I start taking on clients is understanding all the mechanics of the body um, and different diet aspects. Like I know I could ask you for questions on keto. We got a couple friends who are vegan, vegetarian. I, I just want to know it all. And I just want people to grasp that you, you can be grateful for everything and that we should all, you know, feel free to ask questions and just always be a forever learner, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I think that's an, that's an awesome piece of advice for anyone out there, whether they're just started or they're two years, three years, 10 years into their journey. It's a good thing. Yeah. So, man, I just really want to say thank you for taking the time to come on the show so many times, but also to come back <laughs> for this 100th episode. I just, I just really appreciate it, and I appreciate you. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, too. Okay, everybody. So now we get to the final returning guest. And I had to save this one for last because he is the person who has been on this show almost as much as me. Well, not almost as much as me, but he has already been on five episodes. This person's been was in episode 12, 27, 36, 60, and 95. I feel like I'm, I'm giving lottery numbers right now, but really I'm talking about John Arpino is back on the show for the 100th episode. John, how are you doing? What's going on, my brother? Thank you for having me. I am truly honored to be part of the 100th episode of the Fat Guy Forum. Well, I'm glad you're here, man. So let's get right into it, John. Why don't you tell people what you've been up to since you were on the show? 
which time? No, um, I mean, uh, what have I been up to, man? It's been a crazy ride since the uh, last time that we've spoke. Um, so pre-COVID, I had started a company with my partner, David Roden, otherwise known as uh, Fit DRock on Instagram. We have started the Accountable Life Group. And basically what that is, we are bringing like-minded individuals with common goals together to kind of lean on each other and help them get to where they're going. Uh, we have a weekly community call that we do for absolutely free, um, and we also run our own podcast, which honestly, my man, is uh, only really around because of the Fat Guy Forum. Um, you were an inspiration for me to start my own podcast to get in touch with the people, and honestly, if it was not for you know the five, now six appearances I've done on the show, I really don't know if the Accountable Life Group podcast would even be a thing, so I have to thank you more than you have to thank me. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. And you actually just finished this week's call, didn't you? Yeah, I just hopped off the call. Um, we had a really good one tonight. We had about 15 people on, all different walks of life from all over the country. And we've actually had a, a new member last week who made a return tonight. He lives in Tijuana, Mexico, which still blows my mind that someone down in Mexico takes time out of their day to join us. So absolutely crazy. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So John, the other question, I mean, you've had a chance to say more than anyone on this show so far, but <laughs> is there anything that you haven't gotten to say yet on the Fat Guy Forum that you want to make sure you get to say to everyone? Um, hmm. Is there anything I have to say? Well, I will say this. For those listening at home, this might make you a little jealous, but I have had the honor of Gourmet making me a steak, and yes, they are as good as they look on his Instagram stories. I will be honest. It was a lovely steak, and I really enjoyed it. But um, if there is something that I can say is that um, – and I've said it before, so maybe if you want to delete it, but – just remember that really nothing in this world is impossible. You do have the power to make incredible change. Um, you know, your story is not set in stone and you write this story every single day. So you better make it a good one. Love it, man. Love it. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you taking the time to come on back. Yeah, man, I appreciate you. But actually, before uh, you let me go, I think it's time that someone turns the tables on you, Gourmet. What do you say? Are you ready for the Fat Guy 5? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right, my man. The Fat Guy 5 brought to you by J-Arb's Journey. Let's do it. Number one, who is your favorite fat guy? Oh, man. I know this was uh, – I knew at some point I'm going to have to answer this question. And I can't say Chris Farley. I can't say John Goodwin. I can't – you know, there's all the answers that people have been given over the year. Is, is that even – no, John Goodman, not John Goodman. John Candy. Oh, John I Candy, I mean, yeah. John Goodman is good, too. I don't think anyone's ever really said him. He's skinny um, now, though. Does he Yeah, count? I mean, I guess – well, I mean, so many fat guys that I like are skinny now, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would go down the list of, like, the 80 guys that have appeared on the show. I mean, that would be awesome. Um, but for me, my favorite fat guy – I'm going to – it's one that actually someone said already before, but I'm just going to go with, you know, my favorite fat guy, the one that pops into my head is going to have to be the comedian John Panette. Uh, okay. The comedian John Panette. He is freaking hilarious. And obviously, I he's no longer with us. But the dude, if, if you've never heard him talk about going to the Wizard of Oz buffet in Vegas, it is possibly... I have never, I've never felt more heard than in his comedy, I guess is the best way to put it. The, when he talks about food and buffets and all of that, like I literally, I, I never, you know, 
never felt more heard in, heard in my life. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to say John Panette. Okay. All right. That's a good answer. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed you didn't say Bam Bam Bigelow, but I'll let it go. Yeah, I was going to, but then I was like, I feel like it would be cliche for me to give you a wrestler. Yeah. So I decided right. I decided not to. All right. All right. So we'll, we'll head into number two then. Um, one lesson being fat has taught you. Oh, man. I mean, there's there's so many, many lessons, but I think the the biggest lesson for me, and I, I've talked about this before, but the biggest lesson that being being fat I mean, and I was never, you know, I was 540 pounds. I mean, luckily, I never got to 583 pounds like someone else we know. Yeah, man. Um, Shit. I have to, uh, I, I, I had to, I had to get a dig into him while we're doing <laughs> this. But I think for me, what I've realized is the, the lesson I've learned is how resilient we are as human beings. Like the fact that we, you know, I've talked to guys that have been 700 pounds, 600 pounds, you know, lived their lives that size for so long. You know, I was over 500 pounds for close to 10 years. And then I got that big again and, you know, lost the weight, got that big again. And I, the, the fact that the human, the, as human beings were able to adapt to living under conditions that we're not meant to live under. And, yeah. you know, and, and there's a lot of problems with that, obviously, you know, health issues and all those things. But the fact that we adapt and, and live those lives amazes me. And the fact that we come out of them and survive is, is another thing. Like I, I honestly, the thing I've learned doing this show the most, I think is that there's, you know, we're all survivors in, in so many ways. So that's really the lesson that I've taken from it. I really love that one, to be honest with you. We really are all survivors in the human body. It, it's great. It's a crazy thing. It adapts. Oh yeah. Um, number three, Gormy, something someone listening can do today to get started. Now, this is a, you know, there's, I think people expect me to go right to something keto and I'm going to, I'm going to take it much simpler because I think one of the things that people do wrong, that no matter what eating plan you're going to follow, eventually you're going to have to get this in check and that's stop drinking your calories. Put down the soda, put down the yeah. fruit juice, put down the lemonade, you know, put down the fact that like all like if we got people listening in the south, I hate to say this, but put the sweet tea down. Stop today drinking mm -hmm. your calories. I think most especially to speaking to the really big guys out there who are living that 500, 600 pound life. If you just stop drinking sugar filled beverages, you're going to see weight drop off your body in ways you don't even expect. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I don't think we all actually realize how many calories we take in just via liquids. It's actually really it's wacky if you think about it. Oh, for sure. And even on the on the keto side, there are people that make themselves without tracking it. They drink these coffees where they're adding, you know, I add stuff to my I add fat and in, in collagen and all sorts of things to my coffee every so often. Like, mm -hmm. but if you're not paying attention to that, you can add a couple hundred calories to your day several times without even thinking about it. So think about any calories you're taking in when you're drinking, especially because we get rarely any satiation from it. Mm, I agree. Gormy, I've waited since you told me that I was going to do this to um, to ask you this question, because I feel like this one's going to be a difficult one for you. Um, number four is my favorite, something about yourself that you love. It is a hard one. And I think I asked that question because it is probably the hardest one for me. Um, I'm going to say though, like I, I think for me, I, I, I think that even though I don't always feel this way, 
I think the fact that I'm a resilient fighter is something that I love about myself. The fact that I don't give up no matter when I see slip ups or challenges and things along those lines, whether that's related mm-hmm. to weight loss or life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, I love, love my resilience. Um, if I have to pick something physical, um, I, I love my beard. Well, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like the gourmet beard, but right. I think I, when I describe you to people, I constantly tell them gourmet is a man who's gone to hell and back, back again, back again and back. And he can show you the vouchers. Um, you know, he came, he saw he conquered and he went back again just to have the laugh. So your resilience, your resilience is something that is legendary and, uh, it makes me very proud to know you. Um, Gormy, number five, one goal for the next year that isn't health fitness or weight loss related. Oh man, this one's plain and simple. Uh, I, I think with, with COVID killing my career and killing all my jobs and, you know, taking my home away in a lot of ways. And I had to move and and make a lot of different things happen. Like Mm. I want to get back to a place where I feel self-sufficient financially, um, whether that's one job, three jobs, 10 jobs, whatever I need to do. But I would love to be sitting down in a year and feel like, okay, I'm not afraid to open my bank app today. Yeah. I think that that's really important, but at the same time, always remember to fill your own cup, you know, for sure. For sure. So, Gormy, I have a quick question for you. I know that we just did the Fat Guy 5, but on the ALG podcast, I like to wrap things up with a very important question, and I was wondering if I could kind of tweak that question and ask it to you. For sure, man. For sure. So, Gormy, if you could go back in time and talk to yourself, the man who was debating starting the Fat Guy Forum, who really did not know the impact that this was going to have on thousands and thousands of lives, what would you tell Michael Gorman? Uh, the, I think the answer is plain and simple. I, I think it's, it's get out of your head and get over yourself. Um, I think we hold ourselves back from trying new things sometimes because we're worried about what the outcome will be. We're worried about how we'll, especially with podcasting, we'll worry about how we sound. You know, I've told the story before of recording the first episode five or six times and deleting it. Cause I hate the sound of my voice. Mm-hmm. And I, I think eventually realizing that this experience is about so much more than how people think I sound or how I think I sound. Like it's really about, you know, the, the journeys and the, the epic stories that I've been able to bring forward. So um, I would just say, dude, get over yourself and get it going because there's one, uh, I had a guy on the show, Matt Vincent um, of hate brand who was, you know, done a lot of amazing things in his life. But one of the things that the reason that he truly inspired me in all of this is he once said on his podcast that, you don't get good at something until you start doing it. And you don't get to episode 100 without doing, a, you know, 99 episodes first. So, you know, I, I would go back in time and tell myself, you know, stop, stop futzing around, get over yourself and, and get started. I love that. Well, Gormy, with that being said, congratulations, you've made it to episode 100. And it is such an honor and a privilege to wrap up this episode and to be featured six times on such an amazing podcast. From the bottom of my heart and from the bottom of the heart of everyone who listens to this podcast, I would personally like to thank you for all the hard work that you put in, the 100 episodes that you've put out, and I cannot wait for the next 100 episodes. I love you, my brother, and I know I speak for the whole Fat Guy community when we say that. Well, thank you, man. I, I truly appreciate it. And I appreciate you specifically taking the time, you know, to be here again, but all the, all that you do for everyone on a daily basis. So man, thank you so much, John. And there we go, man. Thank you. Of course. Thank you, brother. 
And there you have it, everybody. This brings us to the end of this very special episode of the Fat Guy Forum, episode 100. Here is to the next 100 and the 100 after that, because the show is not going anywhere. I have some really exciting new guests lined up to bring you over the next couple of weeks. I look forward to doing that and bringing some new developments for the show as well. Don't forget, you can always find me, for the moment, on Instagram at GourmetGoesKeto. No no slashes, none of that. Also on Twitter at GourmetGoesKeto. I'm going to be getting the Facebook page for the Fat Guy Forum and for GourmetGoesKeto going, so watch for those. You can always email the show at thefatguyforum at gmail.com. And if you are interested in one-on-one coaching and want to take advantage of the New Year, New You special that we are offering, 10% off the service right now. Sign up for as many months as you want. Stack it. Some people have been known to do that. And we'll, we'll, we'll get you going. So sign up. Let us know when you want to start. And we will definitely put that in place for you. You can do that at theketoroad.com slash coach-mike. And hey, my friends, remember... I say it every episode, but you are the most amazing people I know. This show would not exist without all of you out there listening, all of you out there sharing the show with your friends, with your families, and and just with, with so many other people. So from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate how truly amazing you are. So hey, go out there, share this episode, do something today to amaze yourselves, and then come on back and you catch us for episode 101.